Hello, this is Ivoni Perello here, and uh, welcome to another episode of It Only Takes a Spark. Yes, I'm lying down because I'm a little fatigued right now, but even though I'm feeling that way, it will not prevent me from doing my spark. So here goes. This, the reading today comes from the book of Matthew, chapter 9, verses 18 to 26. While Jesus was speaking, an official came forward, knelt down before him and said, My daughter just died, but come, lay your hands on her and she will live. Jesus rose and followed him, and so did the disciples. A woman suffering from hemorrhages for 12 years came behind him and touched the tassel of his cloak. She said to herself, If only I could touch his cloak, I should be cured. Jesus turned around and saw her and said, Courage, daughter, your faith has saved you. And from that hour, the woman was cured. When Jesus arrived at the official's house and saw the flute players and the crowd who were making, making a commotion, he said, go away. Oops. There we go, real, live and in living color. Go away. The girl is not dead, but sleeping. And they ridiculed him. When the crowd was, when the crowd was put out, he came and took her by the hand. And the little girl arose and news of this spread throughout the land. Wow. Well, now that we have that camera, I'm going to think I'm going to hold the, hold the uh, phone up so it doesn't fall again, you know, because I have my mobile studio here, a.k.a. my bed. <laughs> you know, when I thought many things were always going through my mind when I started, when I started to re reflect on the scripture, and what I thought was particularly interesting was the theme of faith, you know, like not just ordinary faith but some powerful faith, you know? Uh, here you, you have this man who just, his daughter just died. You know, I'm a mother of four. Sure I understand. Oh, there, and even Siri is saying, didn't understand. This is not for you to understand, Siri. I mean, I'm recording, all right? So, so interesting. So his daughter just died. And can you imagine the anguish, the pain he must be he must be going through, and to he summons um, because of the, the the death of his daughter, but he knew in that moment of grief, he knew that Jesus, Jesus was was going to have the um, the answers, Jesus would be able to to cure her, he knew that, and he took action immediately. Because he was going to make her whole again. He was going to raise her from the dead. He must have heard. And his faith was not just ordinary. It was powerful. Powerful enough to make him take action. Um, and, and, and seek 
the master. I mean, can you imagine? Can you just imagine? I can't even begin to imagine what I would do in the midst of the grief if I found out that one of my kids just died. You know, they would have to hold me down. You know, I don't know what amount of Valium they would have to give me to calm me down. I really don't know. But the man stuff summons himself to uh, to get the strength to go and seek the the, the master to um, to bring about like a hail mary miracle. You know, it's like she's dead, but you know she still his faith. She's strong. His faith is so strong. He's gonna make her uh, live again. You know. And can you imagine the woman with that sickness, a sickness that would cause her to bleed for 12 years? I mean, a female, you know, you know, it's hard enough to have a five days here, but 12 years first um, to be um, suffering like that. Can you imagine her agony? And who else knows, you know, what else would accompany that hemorrhage? But she was bleeding for all those years. So while she didn't have something um, um, as tragic as losing her child, but this woman was suffering for 12 years. 12 years. Yet, she knew that if she could just get close, not only close, she said, if I could just touch just touch the hem of his garment. Yes, yes, that's all I need. That's all I need. I just need to get close to his glory. I just need to get, you know what? I just need to, mm, that's all. He doesn't even have to say anything. I just know the healing that exists in the master. Powerful, powerful. And when that happened, Jesus sensed her right away. Her faith must have been must he must have felt it like a like a little bolt of uh, lightning through his body because he knew somebody touched him right away. He's like, you know, and she was. She, I can imagine how persistent she was. I mean, some people would have given up after the six month year number one of suffering. Year number two of suffering. How many people have been sick for years and years and they stopped praying to God? They're like, if he didn't hear me in year number three, I'm definitely not praying to him in year number four. Some people, in their anger, they shut God out and they think he doesn't show up. And that's what happens sometimes. That's what happens sometimes when we get so wrapped up, when we, when our faith has been so... So, um, you know, for whatever reason, we've, we've lost our hope. We forget the miracles that this is the same God that, that can part the Red Sea, that our miracle is not above him. You know, he's still capable of, of uh, doing earth-shattering miracles. If only we are persistent. If only we have the faith. If only we just reach out. And just be, allow ourselves to be in his presence. The man had a problem. And then he took action. He went to the master teacher. 
the woman had a problem. She had this problem for 12 years. Lord have mercy. 12 years. But somehow, that day, she summoned the energy and she said, you know what? I don't even, I don't even need him to talk to me. He doesn't have to do a religious ceremony. He doesn't even have to pray over me. All I have to do is touch the hem of his garment. Just a little touch. I'll be cured. I know it. I mean, what faith? How many of you have given up on your prayers? How, seriously. Come on. Talk to me. Come on. Come closer. How many of you have stopped praying? for a loved one because this person has been so stubborn have a wound that's so powerful so big you're like you know what it's so hard it, it goes so deep that I'm not I don't even have the energy to pray have you ever said that I don't even have the energy to pray anymore yeah sometimes we do that I remember that sometime um, that I, I there were different points in my life where I I stopped talking to God. In one specific incident, um, you know, there were there were a couple in my in my past, but once one time um, that it was a as a as a very pivotal period in my life was when um, you, we had gotten married and um, to my husband and we'd had um, um, conceived a baby and uh, had the baby and. Uh, we, um, I, we got, I get, we got news on Christmas Eve, uh, actually the day before Christmas Eve, we, we got word that, um, the, that the pregnancy was in, in danger and I was sent home to lie down just like I'm lying down right here in the bed right now, just to rest. And that, um, uh, based on the, the results of the test tomorrow, we would hear, we would find out whether or not I'd, um, you know, um, was having a miscarriage. And I remember going to sleep and I remember, you know, just keep sleeping, um, laying down with my legs, my knees real tight together because I wanted to hold. I felt like if I if I just was really, really still, if I prayed hard enough, if, if, if you know, the baby would, um, I, the baby would live. And uh, on Christmas Eve, um, you know, we lost our baby. And I was... I was mortified. I was like, no, this, this doesn't happen. No, no. I was just so, I was so angry. I mean, who, who, who takes a baby on Christmas Eve? What kind of God does that, right? So Christmas Eve, which is my sister's, one of my sister's birthdays, Sabrina, you know, was a special time. I was like, what? Christmas Eve will never be the same ever again. And uh, so I, I didn't talk to God. I was angry with him and I decided, you know what? If you're not going to show up for me, then I'm I'm just peace out. I'm out. You know, and I, I just, you know, and I did these like little teeny little half-hearted prayer, nothing with any type of impact, you know, just like a formality, no heart, no heart. Um and until um I think a couple years um afterwards we had um, we were pregnant with, I was pregnant with Biagio and everything, um, pregnancy was okay besides some, you know, some issues. And, um, when I realized, um, 
the day that Biagio was born, I realized that he was in, in danger. That was the first time in a very, very long time that I actually went down on my knees and I prayed like I never prayed before. And I said, Lord, please don't take another baby from me. Um, I had no idea. I had no idea what was going to happen. Needless to say, um, well, that that's another story, you know, but he, um, you know, Biagio struggled at birth, but he's, he, um, he lived. But so I said all of that to tell you that we, we, we have events in our lives, sad, sad events, painful events, um, frustrating events that cause us to, um, to get so angry that we, we, um, we put our faith on pause when we really shouldn't be pausing. We should be praying more. That's when we need to be leaning into him more. You know, uh, we have a sudden accident and we've lost one of our limbs, one of your limbs. Boom, your accident, brain damage or child, sudden illness, loss of a job, loss of a spouse, infidelity of a spouse, um, children that are, that are just going astray, um, challenges with, with, the, with your employer. You, the list can go on and on and on. And whatever the frustration is, sometimes we pray and then we give up. We're not persistent. And we, or we don't have the faith to believe that our God, the same God that raised the little girl from the dead, the same God that cured that woman for 12 years, he still hears our prayer. He still hears our prayers, you know? So we need to dig them up. We need to excavate them. We need to just, we need to recycle those prayers. Why not? He's there. You know, he can handle it. He can handle it. He's ever ready. We just have to have the faith. We don't know when. It might take years. Hang in there. It might take years, but let's continue to pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the gift of your love. We thank you for having a safe 4th of July celebration yesterday all across America. We thank you for the gift of spending this time today in whatever fashion, whatever form we have it. We thank you for this um, quiet, intimate time that we can spend bonding with you. And Lord, help us to be like you in everything that we say and everything that we do. Brothers and sisters, I encourage you to like, subscribe, and share the spark. God bless.